Soul Mirrors, you have arrived. Wake up and travel beyond the illusion. What is the mirror of your life reflecting around you now, and what does it mean? Master Lady Kira Ra leads you on a journey of enlightened perspectives as she weaves together the elements waiting to be revealed and often not seen. A fascinating and dynamic hour that will leave your heart smiling and your soul singing. And of course, Kira Ra's famous mini soul readings. Be sure to call in. And now, here is Master Lady Kira Ra. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to be here with you this evening. We are so much better together. And today, as I welcome you to Soul Mirrors, bring that hand to your heart, take in that deep breath, and really, really feel the depth of what is reflecting in your life right now, this very minute. Whether you're connecting with us live, whether you're connecting with us in the archives, it doesn't matter because we always timestamp all of these extraordinary journeys together. So what is reflecting in your life? Because the gift of this mirrored moment is that all of these mirrors are starting to reflect the greater gift of the all. And it really always brings me to that visual of that beautiful drop, you know, that drop in the water, which right now is really carrying this divine feminine presence with it as this ignition energy. And so as we're igniting and as we are lifting into this divine feminine, that drop has started to create the ripples. And those ripples are really quite beautiful. And I want to just first and foremost say thank you to all of you that are part of Monday Magic. Thank you for your love. Thank you for all that you are because you have become one of those drops in the water. Tonight, my truly amazing co-host, Jane Britton, who I'll be bringing on shortly, Many of you know through the waterbearers.org and what you are going to see, the law of instantaneous manifestation in action. What was the heart of WWA Global? What did we open in September? What is the seed that we have planted? And do you even know what your seed is? And are you right now in this very moment watering the seed? giving it the nourishment, the love, all that it rightly deserves to be able to make sure that not only is that September beautiful event experience going to be a seal of March, it will be the greatest harvest ever. It will be that giant pumpkin winner, right? I always think of that when I think of the giant harvest. I don't know why, or James and the giant peach, right? It's just like this big old yummy harvest. And we are at a moment right now, I can't stress it enough, where this crystalline water ignition, and that's what it is. It's an ignition of the crystalline water. Imagine if everything, imagine if, if every breath, every conscious moment was filled, I mean filled with your conscious awareness, without anything else filtering that through, without anything else taking you away from it. And, and it would demand what? Well, it would demand trust. 
And there are those in density who say, oh, no, 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 no. That would demand being naive. Would it? Would it really? Or is there greater wisdom and trust than there could ever be in being naive? Imagine right now, if you knew, if you knew you are not crazy. And what if you knew that there are so many others who know? This is, we are the living experience of the lion stepping out of the woods. Lesson five, Lost Books of the Essene, right? Free at our website, hint, hint. So if you are in this moment where that lion has stepped out of the woods and suddenly you realize, whoa, I did not need to be living in this cave because there's others out here and we're in greater numbers than we've known because we've kept ourselves undercover. And this is the gift of what happened really last year on 8-8, the Lion's Gate, 2020. That lioness, lion, that unified presence began to arise on the planet. And with that, the Women Wellness Awakenings movement was really born and, and or reborn, packed away in 93. And so as we call this forward together right now, Ma Ganga herself the river of, the, of, of our beloved spiritual host, India, Ma Ganga herself has come up. It is the mothers. India, as many countries, needs their mothers to rise right now. It is time for the mothers. We, whether you are the mother of a child of your own womb of a form of illusion, or whether you are the mother of all that is, of every, every rock, every stone, we are at the moment where the flood, this crystalline ignition, is our consciousness. It is so simple, yet so evasive. So easy to breathe in, and yet so, so commonly ignored. In order to lift our consciousness, it is a moment where the universe is gazing through its own lens and saying, hey, anybody out there? And we're actually in a moment where we can respond with conscious awareness and say, yes, we are, as yes, I am. You are. This flood of consciousness, this crystalline ignition, Mother Gaia herself expresses this through the waters of all that is. To be born into form requires being created in water, floating in water, being nourished by water, calling into your heart the flow of all that is. And I want you to take in a breath right now. And with all sincerity, love, and presence, did you get a glass of water today that was clear? Did you have a moment today where you were able to actually just, in whatever form it serves you, have a water? And when you did, were you aware of the blessing? Because that's the presence of crystalline ignition in form. 
Let's go way, way back, right? Many, many years ago when we first started learning to bless our water. And I want to share that all of this weaves into this moment in our experience of this time as the moment where quantum time, quantum consciousness, for lack of any better terminology, is all coming down to, and I'm going to step out of the way, what birthed on 8-8-2020, which was this rising divine feminine energy as a singular experience, not as a uniquely being in a feminine body experience, that we are at a moment where we are seeking balance. So let's look at that, because I, I myself have been drastically out of balance And when we look at this, look, right, when we're out of balance, what starts churning? Everything. Well, right now, what's happening is that all of the energy that's happening around us, this creative force that we are all part of, that manifests in all these other different facets, it's at a moment where if we are unable to find the center, if we are unable to put that beautiful cog in the center so that it can all start spinning in perfect balance again, then we may very well implode so that we may explode into creation again. But what if we could collectively raise our consciousness and through that experience the absolute creative nature of our mastery presence while in this body by consciously calling forward a shift in consciousness to assist with the solutions that will not only birth through this moment, we will collectively have the opportunity to co-create through it. What if this truly is our crisis opportunity moment? And it, and I just, you know, I just want to do this because when we open our wings to that, which is April, what was April? It's this chalice month, right? It's all about receiving the, the, the chalice and our open chalice of the divine feminine masculine balance of April. Miracles are happening faster than they've ever happened before. And there are so many that are aligning quickly because the way I described it yesterday was it's very much like an accordion. The energy right now is playing like an accordion. So the question is, are you being crushed or are you being expanded? The accordion is playing. The question is, where are you? Because you're in here somewhere. So what's happening? Or are you literally between the two, which can be a very challenging place to be? So I want to stop before we go any further. And before I bring in our amazing guest and and flow back into why this is all coming together so beautifully in this moment in our perception of this time, is that today here at Tosa Blue Mountain was an extraordinary day as well. Because today, and all of you know that I have been on a quest and that I've been cutting deals with God and saying, send us this amazing being. And I do want to celebrate that today, and some of you know her, Dana has come to be here at Tosa Blue Mountain. And 
is our new personal assistant, Come Come Dana Dana, and she is also a nurse who is championing Clinical Linda, right? And she, this girl, look at how gorgeous this is right here. And you got here at what time? Four o'clock this morning. Four thirty. Yeah, she she got here at four thirty this morning, and I all right, I'm time stamping. It's seven twelve here. Is this crazy or what? And so, so Dana, day one. Amazing. Okay. Um, incredible in every way to wake up. Uh, it was a very different time to come this time. Last time when I was here, I was WWA. So she was, was here for the festival. There was a lot of guests. I met I met Jane. I met uh-huh. Aaron. I was a part of all of that. So to come back, there was a very different coming back. It was empty. It <laughs> right? was me. When we showed up this right, morning, it right. was me. Very different. Yeah, because when you come here, like, for private retreats, when we don't have the big things mm-hmm. going on, this is a retreat center, so it immediately calls you mm-hmm. into it, that space. It was. So it was getting some sleep and waking up, what was the day going to be? And right. I shared with you last week, uh, I didn't even want to imagine it, you know, because <laughs> it was so incredible. I didn't want to put barriers around Aww. it. So it woke up and it was great. We spent the day together. Um, it was so great to be with you and Shri on Thank the you. level of being with you and sharing that personalness with you guys. Um, and the space, just sharing the space, getting to know the space, the routine, right. um, what we're going to do, uh-huh. all the opportunities that are happening it's incredible it is um so to know what happened in my dream of getting here i can't even imagine what we're going to create while i'm here well and i will kind of drop the little hint one of the things that's happening with dana coming here is that i'm just going to say it over a year ago over a year ago shri and i had a piece of adventurine very similar to what you're seeing here right about this big shown to us and an artist who offered to hand carve, hand paint this Krishna. And at the time we didn't know, I thought it was going to be, I really thought it was going to be a Vishnu and it is a Krishna standing on the five hooded snakes of Vishnu. We are not going to release photos of it yet, but I want to bow to you. An 82 pound suitcase in the middle of a pandemic. Thank you. She brought it in her suitcase. We are so excited. So I was so honored. Thank you. I was honored to see the roof to do it. Yeah. What a blessing. And it will be shared with all of you soon. But right now, it's just kind of being with Shri and I in our private altar. And we will be responding to it soon. But I love that you came on the blessing of Lord Krishna. So welcome, Dana. We're so happy you're here. We love you, too. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. And I love all of you. Oh, yeah. And so if you all start seeing Dana's name pop up or you hear her calling you back, you know why. And so, Dana, welcome home. Thank you. Welcome to Tosa. All right. Thank you, sweetheart. All right. Well, I'm going to scooch back over and and dig into the rest of this extraordinary moment. And I want to do so by inviting all of us to look at the beauty of today, the gift of what is happening right now. And as you breathe that in, I want to share, it's only 30 seconds, but... Tonight's co-host is someone, let me suffice it to say, that there's people you meet that you just know the minute you meet them, somehow, somewhere, you please the gods. (laughs) Because they put you in contact with those that are so extraordinary 
that it's humbling to say yes. It's humbling to be there. And Jane is one of those truly modern generals. And as I've shared with many of you in this moment, I often feel as if we're all the five-star generals, but lately I feel like I'm the five-star general running up the mountain going, hey, you, general, what do you mean you're tired? Get up. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, that it's that moment where COVID is trying to destroy us in, in ways of like, you know, so how do you like me now, right? COVID is going to be here a little while. And we're hearing things like people who are in this COVID slump or they're very tired or, or things around COVID. What if we could come together outside of that and make a difference? And it brings me to, sorry for taking the long route, guys, but I want you to track this because it's you that, that brought this all together. Yeah, all of you watching. So this brings us to WWA and to the way that we had a recent guest who I actually, Sri and I had actually appeared. She was a producer in Idaho and she had actually brought us to Idaho many, many years ago. And that's how we met. And then through one of our current students, she wound up back here, introduces us to Jane, who lives here in Cuenca, who then we get together with Erin, WWA happens, and then you happen. You all start making those donations that matter. And that happened in the Equinox weekend. And what's so beautiful is when we can see through the law of instantaneous manifestation, the actual action of doing these things together. And that's what I love about Jane the most is that she and I can actually keep up in a conversation and I might I might share with you why that's even easier than it would be for most people. But before I go any further, I want you to watch, bring a hand to your heart, this 30 seconds that's going to make a difference. Again, hand to your heart. And there we are. Okay. All right, everyone, hands to heart. Let me just, I want to make this just a little bigger. And let's just enjoy. if we can please bring Jane into this conversation right now. <laughs> Hello there. Hi, Jane. I just, I just, you know, every time I watch your movie, I just, it always goes on replay for me because <laughs> talk to us about that 30 seconds. Talk to us. I mean, first of all, welcome, welcome, welcome. But I think we're all engrossed in what we just witnessed. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you, especially uh, you and Sri for inviting us to Blue uh, Tosa last couple of weeks ago. It was only a couple of weeks ago. So uh, it, it, I, the video, um, uh, I just felt that um, I was just compelled to share our immediate story. So within within two weeks, 
uh, while while I was putting that little video together, just from some photographs, um, the the dr- the borehole, the drilling was actually taking place. Wow. So it is now. Uh, it's now been the, uh, this weekend. They finished it. So um, and and it's thanks to people like you, people uh, people who who see what we're doing and 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 help. Uh, and every little every little drop helps. Um, and so whenever whenever we get those bursts of of. It's caring. It's your caring. It's your opening up your heart and caring about other people in the world. And we have we have people all over the world, just like these people in the video, that desperately need clean water. Yes. 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 So thank you. It was lovely to share that with you. Well, thank you for sharing it with us. And I do want to share with all of you that with Jane here, first thing you're going to want to do is make sure you get into the queue. So I want to give you those phone numbers because I've just been reminded that I forgot. So bad, Kira. So let me give you those phone numbers, guys. You can call into BBS Radio over there, toll free, 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008 over at BBS Radio. And of course, you can call in at Oneness Talk Radio, 517-208-1500. Again, that's 517 517- 208-1500. And Jane, I was listening to everything you were sharing and I'm, I'm tuning into what's just happening. And I want to share that my heart is blown away at the rapid pace with which you and Aaron have been putting all this together. And, and the way that this, if ever there was a project that had that magic touch around it, Sincerely, even the story you tell about how the organization was formed to me is the magic touch. So do you mind, do you mind sharing the formation story again of the water bearers? <laughs> yes, uh, uh, it, it was, it was definitely an aha moment. Um, when, uh, I moved down to Ecuador, um, seven years ago and, uh, and I met an, I met another friend down here and we were, who'd also spent time, I'd spent time in Africa, she'd spent time in Africa. And we were actually talking about, um, you know, the lack of water uh, and seeing women carrying water. And at that precise moment, we both said water bearers. Now, that's not something that you say, you you know, in general conversation. So, you know, I had goosebumps up my arms. So I went, uh, we went to the computer and I registered the domain, thewaterbearers.org, and not knowing what any of that was going to mean at all. <laughs> wow. And then, then that became, uh, then we, we just, it just became a thing. It became a mission, like, well, let's, you know, we got nothing better to do. Let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's. <laughs> Let's create a marketing campaign and get 1 million people clean water in 30 days. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds doable, right? Why not? I mean, why not? We're, when we're creating outside of, of the limitation, why not? Exactly. There were no limitations at that point because we had nothing to lose. The only thing that we had was a name. So, um, so we started, we invited 100 women to join us in this fundraising campaign to get 1 million people clean water. And Erin was one of the first ones who, who 
was there and and, and there for us. So it, it's so it's amazing that we've done so much. Um, and in in six years now, um, we have we have helped fund clean water initiatives in thirty three countries. Wow. I love that. Of course, I know all of you listening are loving too the serendipity of the 33. You know, there's a big, a big upswell in that energy alone. So how beautiful. So Jane, I have to, I have to take it back and, and ask, how did you arrive there? I mean, I know you just told us how the water bears got there, but I'm looking at this art over your head. And, and I have to share guys, when I first got on with Jane tonight, right before we got on the, the air together, when I first saw that, and now I don't have my glasses on, so we can use that as an excuse, right? But there it is, guys. Do you see this? Look at this stunning Tonka. And what Jane was sharing with me earlier is this is from Nepal, and I'm going to have her share that story, but I want to go, I want to go to, how that story came to be, that what was the moment? You were, I mean, let's face it, I'm going to use the M word, right? You you were very instrumental working with Madonna. You, you've been an incredible success. You're one of these women who just gets it done. You're focused, you're intelligent, you're articulate, you're driven. So what was it? What happened? Because that's that trajectory moment when suddenly we get there's a it's a it's a pop and so, uh, what was the pop? I think that um, I, I think when you get to, to a pinnacle point in your career uh, and you go okay so I've just worked with Janet Jackson Madonna Cher all of these people and I was I was managing producers and, and DJs mm-hmm. so that's that was the whole connection there with my company and so it felt like. Is that all there is? You know, it, it was, there's got to be more to life than this. So, uh, and so at some point, uh, I really felt like I needed, to, I needed to step back. Um, and, and so I, I took out a white, a blank piece of paper and it's that trust again. Okay. So, so I asked, what is, what am I supposed to be doing now? What's next for me? And, and, I, and I wrote N-E-P-A-L. And at the time when I wrote it, I was like, what's that? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so I, I wasn't expecting a country to show up on my notes, <laughs> on my creative writing. So, uh, so immediately I, I, um, I, I, searched and booked a trip with a, to Nepal. And I didn't even own a pair of hiking boots at the time. So I had to buy a pair of hiking boots and train. And six months later, I was climbing the Himalayas. Right on. Right and on. it was, a, it was a, a incredibly humbling experience. And uh, to put it bluntly, uh, it was my ego needed it. Yep. My ego... You know, it was it was time. You know, working in that the the field that I was in, the world that I was in, it was all ego, and so uh, I got incredibly sick uh, climbing, and and the Sherpas helped me, and this painting right here, this man, what did you call it? Mandala. It is kind of a mandala. Yeah. He was he, the Sherpa was actually painting it as we were climbing. So every day I watched him in the evening paint a little bit more, a little bit more. So f- he finally finished it. And so at the end of the trip, 
um, I, I, I bought it. Uh, but the one Sherpa uh, stayed behind and walked with me all the way to the top, to 16,500 feet, and I was really sick. But he stayed with me the entire time. So why didn't you turn around? I was too high for a helicopter to get me out of there, and I would have had to have stayed in one of the lodges. Um, and, and I said, no, I, you know, this, this is an ascended master's route that I needed to take. Right. And originally, originally I booked, um, I, I booked, uh, I was trying to get on Everest, but it was booked. So I ended up on Annapurna and I later, years later, I listened to, uh, I found a meditation. I had no idea. It just came my way. And it was, uh, it was a meditation on the ascended master's on that exact same trail. And they were talking, the meditation was talking about the actual trail and Ken and said, can you envision this trail? I was, yes, I can. <laughs> I really can. Yeah, I really can. <laughs> I love that. You know, so, so then later, <laughs> I think it would, so after the time, uh, so later I realized that it was really, that was really a, a, a message. That right. was a huge message for me to trust and, and jump off the cliff, basically. You know, mm-hmm. so I left the music industry and, and, and wondered for a while literally it sounds yeah. like yeah yeah so I, i'm curious it's, it's as as i'm witnessing this weaving what got you into the business how did you how did you get into that i mean did you wake up one day and say i'm going to be in this business i mean how the did music, you get, the music did you business get, yeah how did you get into that i mean how did that happen oh, we know God. how you got out so we know yeah. how the story ended so now pan back to entering the music industry how did that happen well i i i emigrated to california i left england and moved to california in the 70s in 1970 mm-hmm. and when i got there um, I noticed there were no discos. There were no mobile discos. So for me in England, that was very popular. At private parties, they would have DJs. And so I said to a friend of mine who was the Earl of Bradford in England, and I said, uh, you know, they don't have discos here. And he said, well, let's start one. I said, okay. So I was 20 years old, and all of a sudden I was, you know, I was running a company in in Beverly Hills, uh, with mobile discotheques DJing to all the celebrity parties. So one thing kind of led to another and, and I would go to the record companies to see if I could get free records. So that's kind of how I ended up in the music business. Got it. Another whole story. But again, it's just one of, you know, your life can change in a split second. And that's what we have to remember. You know, it's be, the, the gift is the, being in the present. The present is the gift. So, right. So, I probably said that wrong, but even so, I think you, you get it, the drift. That, well, what I'm loving is that because of your own joy in the mobile discos, you come over, you leave somewhere going, hey, this was how I was finding some joy. What the heck's going on here? And it was a way to channel your joy that started the whole thing. And it was about the recognition or the recognition that your joy can only be found through this journey. And so it was your joy that brought you in, but it was your joy of the, of the mastery presence that kind of moved you forward instead of taking you out. I mean, it's just, I just see it as a trajectory of your joy quotient. That's all. I find that I, that's a very fascinating circle to look at that together. I, and so why did you leave the, why did you leave England? I, I, I just have to ask. 
You know, the gra- you know, when you're young, the grass is always greener on the other side. And so oh, I, I always thought that, that and I, and I had an, I had an aunt and uncle who were living in California. And so it was, that's where I wanted to be, you know, and yes. So, and now I'm in Ecuador. So I'm a two-time expat. I love it. I, I love it. And, and, you know, I love that. And I have to share this with everyone. So Jane and I met here in Ecuador via someone who lives in the United States who had been here. And then it turns out that not only do we both live in Ecuador, we live like 40 minutes from each other, like about as close as you can get in this country, you know, for not being in the same city. And I, and I will share that we also have some common knowledge of some other places around the United States that are blowing my mind. Now, can you tell, Jane, I just, matter of fact, side note, can you tell what state Dana's from? Oh, New Jersey. Right? Yeah. Well, and I'm not from New Jersey, but I know where this conversation's going. Right. Well, and, and I just, I had because... This last group that was here during the during the WWA and that was later, there were all these beautiful beings from New Jersey. I've never had more people from New Jersey on this property at one time ever, ever. And then I will share with all of you where this is going is that Jane, I actually know where Jane lived. I mean, the actual house she lived in and, and, and she knows exactly where I, I grew up. And here's the little known secret. And I am not revealing the name. She knows the town and the school. I went to a minute, very tiny hole in the wall private girls school. And Jane actually knows this school. So I bow before whoever has put me in front of you because it's just freaking me out. And I just wanted to say that publicly. But the town only had uh, the town. It was like a village. It only had one, right. two main streets across. Right. That's it. That was it. Exactly. And that we was were- a quarter. That was a quarter of a mile from my house. I know. It's, and, but but we have the railroad, you know. So what can I say? And we could get to Manhattan, right? That, right. Yeah. That's that was the whole thing was to escape on that train. And uh, so anyway, I just had to throw that in because I find that to be part of what's happening right now with this cosmic emanation it's and it brings me back to the water and it and it brings me back to to what's happening and i want to get back to what just recently happened that we saw the little teaser of and 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 have you share more about that we are coming together that the way that it keeps weaving is like this beautiful creation energy of the water this mother ganga energy of the water just coming forward with this wondrous creation and that those who have been championing the water are receiving the blessing of that overarching emanation through the physical manifestation of water and how it affects lives. And I, I do honor what you and Aaron and everyone affiliated with waterbears.org is doing. And I do trust that all of you that are on our newsletter list and got that newsletter today have clicked through on those links because really connect and I want to, with again, and it's just like it's too humbling almost to bring forward, thank all of you who are with us part of Monday Magic. Remember that every Monday Magic, every Monday night when we come together, not only are we expanding our own 
blessing of being together. But every donation you give supports the Clinical Linda, and we are supporting and, and starting to offer donations also over to thewaterbearers.org. And so either directly donate at thewaterbearers.org, get involved with Monday Magic, knowing a part of your donation is going to start going to this organization as well. And Jane, it brings me to how excited I was uh, to hear about this project and what had happened. And I want to remind everyone, we just had shared this this beautiful clip earlier. This is real time. Like, like we're watching, this has just happened in the past couple of weeks, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. so catch us up. I, I just, I want to hear it all. I want to go beyond the 30-second teaser. You've got our attention. You're a master filmmaker. That's evident. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think that COVID really has changed the way we used to do things. Um, I mean, just in a, the, a few years, uh, you know, um, Aaron and I were in Uganda. We've been to... Um, We've been to so many places. Uh, we've been to uh, Hawaii, uh, Nicaragua, uh, uh, Nepal. I mean, so so many places, Mexico. And so, last year, uh, in January last year, I was in Puerto Rico. I was asked to go to Puerto Rico because of there was so many 126 earthquakes in seven days. And so, uh, so I I was asked to go and train people on the filters that we use, the filtration system. Um, another organization had donated a thousand filters, which is huge, huge. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, and so I was fortunate enough to be, uh, to be asked even by um, another, uh, another organization to come and, and, and help them. Um, and, and then a month, a few days later, I was in Sierra Leone. And so I just got back from Sierra Leone when COVID uh, got back to Ecuador when, when, COVID restrictions came into effect. So it kind of really changed um, uh, a, lot of the th- a lot of the way that we normally do things. And so at the time I was in Sierra Leone, Erin was in Uganda the exact same week. So coming back and realizing that, well, now what? Now we can't just hop on a plane and go and do this work. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but the fact that we have we have been so many times and what we do is we build relationships with those in-country partners so that we are still communicating with them all the time uh, and so they do the, they do the work we we went and we trained them and we showed them and we share we share culturally we share ideas backwards and forwards well how can we do this how can we improve on this how can we create a, a how can we empower more women with what we're doing so we encourage women um to uh to be our spokespeople there or you know so it, it has it has a, it's blossoming into a much bigger situation and in Zimbabwe, in particular, we had an opportunity to, for the first time, to actually put in a, a well, a borehole, and uh, through another partnership with us as well, uh, another partner of ours as well, Fiera. And so, this last one that we just did, uh, we just did on our own, but it's the third borehole we've now drilled in since January in uh, in Zimbabwe. So it it. And we do rain catchment systems as well. It's more sustainable. Um, they last for a long time. Um, and it really gets, we really see the women, you know, they are so empowered by when you give them clean water, all of a sudden they're not walking miles to get water. They, they're walking five minutes to get water. 
instead of four hours. And so now I got a, I got a WhatsApp today, in fact, from one of the women of this recent one who said um, she she was walking 15 kilometers to get oh. water a day. And their health center, when they get sick, their health center's 20 or 40 kilometers away. And so now she was excited about going back to school. She wants to go to university. She wants to be a nurse. She, she knows she can spend time now on her books and studying. And so, uh, and then they're also growing vegetables because the water is close by. Um, and Zimbabwe, in fact, used to be the breadbasket up until 2000. It was the breadbasket of South Africa. And then there was a drought and they've gone through about 10 years of drought. And so the problem is, is that they, the water is so far down. Mm. That's why, the, the, you know, you see the women digging the sand on the bottom of the riverbed trying to get to the water down below. But, you know, we, we, this last one was 140 meters to get to the water. So because of all the droughts. So, you know, we're changing lives. That's the main thing, you know. And that's the most important thing about what I love. And, and, and now Aaron and I, we run the, we run the nonprofit, thewaterbearers.org. And it's that, it's that we care about the people. We care about these. They're human. Water is the, is, it doesn't belong to anybody. It shouldn't belong to anybody. It is the right. It's a human right for everyone on the planet. There's only 1% of water that is, that is potable, that's drinkable. And we share that water with the rest of the world. Yeah. Just because, you, just because we can turn on the tap anytime, 24-7, and get water, uh, that's not so in the majority of the world. Exactly. And we, we share that 1% through the water cycle. Right. So we must respect water. I'm so grateful to hear you share that. I just, you know, every time you and I share, I just have the broadest respect with the depth of what you're sharing. Because it is, and I love, I want to go back to, there was, there was a moment you had shared during WWA that, that really struck me, where, you, where it was a really potent reminder that it's not the men that are carrying this water on their heads. You know, they're not the ones walking, you know, and let's not forget that that 15 kilometers, half of that is with a heavy full. God forbid you fall. I've witnessed it. God forbid something happens. You know, there, there is just, I have this, what you are doing and what this is, imagine how much free time that beautiful being, the one who wrote you today, the email you received today, as you were sharing that, that was the first thing I thought was, imagine what they can do at that time. The time that many of us take for granted because, you know, I'm sitting here drinking water during our sharing right now because we can do this. And it is, it is a moment to remember in this rise of the divine feminine balance that water is empowerment because water in and of itself is life. So what you're really doing, and I bow before, is you're offering a sense of empowerment, an opportunity to do more, thereby to educate more, thereby to expand more. So I just wanted to say thank you, because I, it's just such a, a potent reminder with your sharing, and I really appreciate it. And the, and the, and the note that I was referring to, um, that came from a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. who was walking all those distances three times wow. a day. 
That is amazing. Um, I mean, that's a 12, imagine at 12, right? It's, it's just, it's extraordinary. And I really, my heart is so big. And I'm over here looking at our phone lines and we've got a whole bunch of people that want to say some things. So may I jump into the phone lines? Mm-hmm. You feeling good about that? All right, let's jump over here. So we're going to start. Okay, here it is. We're going to start with the one hand up for a wireless unknown mystery caller. We're going to start with our wireless unknown mystery caller. Hey, welcome. Or not. Okay, well, we'll let you go back to just being the wireless mystery caller. And I'm going to move right up. We're going to go over to Atlanta. Let's go to Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, Atlanta, Georgia. Namaste and welcome to the show. Hi, um, good evening. Hi, Kira. Hi, Jane. Namaste. It's such an honor. Can you guys hear me? Beautifully, sweetheart. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my God, what a beautiful video. Oh, my God. It's just right in alignment with Monday Magic. Right. The last two Mondays. I don't know where we're going, Kira, but the (laughs) dreams afterwards, (laughs) they're like out of this world. So I'm like, I don't know, but I'm enjoying the feeling, the highs, the lows, the roller coaster, and I just wanted to see if I could be honored with the mini summer reading tonight. Well, of course. And I first and foremost want to share with you that I agree with you. The video is extraordinary because it contains the heart, right? It's sharing, it's sharing that yeah. heart present, right? And that's why you feel so good. So, so that's why whenever we can connect with that heart and the essence, we expand. And I'm just, I'm kind of giggling as I'm going inward with that because as I'm connecting with you, sweetheart, you know, I want you to really take a moment right now and just, I'm noticing my hands, really put your hands on your shoulders. And, and you know, you are so, you are so dynamic and you are so up and you are so there and you are so on it. And yet every time I connect with you, even right now, there's just this moment inside of you that I'm feeling that... Breathe. Yeah. It's just time for you to to breathe. Breathe more often. I um I'm gonna just share with you this. This group that's around you is so beautiful. But they keep doing this. They keep looking at me and they keep doing this. And they're saying that the more that you go even deeper with what you already know and really give yourself the gift of silence, you're not giving yourself enough silence, the faster this will all make greater sense. And it's funny because they just keep saying that each shall know their own and that in this moment, it is for you to know thyself. And so it is. And so it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Little confirmation. Thank you with the breath. Yeah, it's been like, it's like it's taking my breath away. (laughs) So (laughs) you're right. It's like, you know, you feel like you're there. You can feel it. I can feel the excitement of being here. But then it's just, yeah, you know, you, you get lost in that. So thank you for the confirmation. Well, you're so welcome, my angel. Thank you for being and thank you for calling in. Many blessings. Thank you. Namaste, sweetheart. Thank you. 
Well, Jane, I want to jump back in because how are you? Feeling, feeling good. I am so glad because I, I just, I, I'm sharing here. I'm listening to all of our callers and I'm feeling I'm like looking at all these people that are, are trying to get on. We're going to go to another caller right now. But what I'm feeling is the way that this I'm calling it this ocean of consciousness is flowing. We're at a moment right now where, you know, this is why your projects, I don't know. And I want to make sure that all of you really get, it's really a miracle what you're getting done. I mean, to get these wells in, to get these boreholes done right now is really like a miracle experience. And one of the ways that we can look at the COVID positive impact, you know, the fact that you were able to get this training done in time, that you were able to get back to your home base to be able to put the pieces together. You know, similarly, Sri and I just got back from India right before this all shut down as well. And so it was a very interesting, we're always seeming to, come together to be in the right place at the right time. And and so I was just taking a moment to appreciate that circle, and, and especially as we're getting ready. Would you like to welcome in another caller with me? Should we welcome in another sure. caller? Let's sure. do it. All right. We're going to go to Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, Cleveland, Ohio. Namaste. Hello. Hi. Namaste. Thank you for the beautiful teachings on the importance of water. And I think of the famous experiment where uh, people put thoughts of love into water and it transformed the water. Um, just mm-hmm. wanted to share that inspiration today. Thinking of putting love into every water we touch. Well, I want you, I want you to breathe that in. And before we go any further, Jane, I want to go to you and say, let's talk about that for a moment. You know, thank you for bringing up this love in the water. And we're going to keep your line open right now. It, love seems to be everything you do. Well, well, it is because it's so powerful. I mean, you know, <laughs> that is really the key. That's the connection. And, and what, what, uh, that lady was talking about is actually what Dr. Emoto, the Japanese um, scientist, had uh, discovered that, um, yes, we, water is a communicator. It, we are 70 to 80% water in ourselves. And that's actually how we are actually communicating through the love of water or, or the hate, so to speak. So, um, you know, he, he witnessed that within, within the water, within uh, freezing crystals, uh, to see the anger uh, when somebody speaks of hate and violence. And then, and then when, when love is, uh, is surrounded. In fact, um, I don't have an, uh, one with me at the moment, but we have a, a, our label that goes on our buckets when we do a filtration system. It says, for the love of water. Because it's using that same principle of emoto that we bless the water, we we thank Pachamama uh, for for providing the water. Um, so that's that's another very important very important step in what we do. Yes. Well, you know, I'm loving that. And and caller, we're going to come right back to you. I put you on mute because Jane. We have to follow up with what you're saying. It's just too important. And, and as you're sharing, I'm, noti- I'm, I'm, I'm really called to, I'm curious to ask. So 
so important as our caller is bringing to our consciousness again. You walk into a community where there's stagnant water, there is no water, where even if you are walking 12 kilometers to get water, the water you're getting is not exactly vital. And so what, what was just hitting me so profoundly, and I'm sure you've seen this and I'd love to hear more, is not only are you bringing water closer and making the water more accessible, this is vital water. This is living water that is coming with a sense of joy and a sense of sustenance versus water that's literally just barely keeping you alive, if not slowly killing you anyway. And, and so have you noticed that effect as well, I would assume? Oh, totally. I mean, the, the, the new boreholes in Zimbabwe, because they're going down so far, they, 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 they're getting clean water. So, But in most of the places that we've been, been working in in all of these years has been delivering, um, you know, even in the jungle here in, in Ecuador, right. uh, deliver, delivering water filters, which are very small, very portable. And we teach them how to how to put the filter together and how to take care of it. Um, and and the thing is that we can't always we can't always save them from walking the five miles or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, but we can we can help them filter the water when they get it home, so they're not going to get sick from it. Exactly, so you know. So uh, you know, we can't do everything all at the same time. Um, I mean, a lot of these places that we go to, they're extremely remote places and they're never going to get they're never going to get uh, a tap in their house or plumbing in their house it's no, not going to no, happen no. you know um so it's like the next best thing we try to give them their own they're responsible we give them the filter look you take care of this filter it'll take care of you so we put it the power in their hands if you want to keep your family safe you filter your water Exactly. And, and that's the rise in consciousness. But the, and that's also supported by imagine your body just drinking clean water, mm-hmm. just the energy, just the love. This is and again, this was the science that 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 proved from beyond even the physical. Look at the way that consciousness can start raising because the body isn't fighting itself for one of its most basic needs. And it really, it is a trigger point for so many other things. It is, it is. And it's, what's amazing is that, you know, we're looking at water and we can see, see it clearly. And, exactly. you know, they look at their water and it's, and it's brown when we do the test. Uh, yeah. You know, I, you know, I'm holding up a glass of really dirty brown water and the filter takes that out and takes the bacteria out. And so yeah. we've had results in Sierra Leone, especially um, of, you know, people telling us that uh, the, the, the chiefs, the community leaders telling us that they've almost eliminated typhoid and cholera in their villages. How um, great is that? That is so yeah, yeah. amazing. Wow. And Jane, we have one minute left. Okay. So in that one minute we have left, what would we all love to know? Share with us what we should know. Uh, you know what? We live, just remember one thing. We are human beings and we're constantly being reminded to be, to be, to be human beings. But we live in a human doing world. Mm. So we have to find that balance. Right. 
We need to find that we need to be the left brain and the right brain. We need to bring in the feminine energy into the masculine, which is, we're not just talking women here. We're talking men. We're talking everyone. We all need water to survive. We all need water to live. So we have to bring in that balance and we have to act. We have to bring in what I call the air. There it is. So we have the water. Now we bring in the air. The air is action is required. I love that. And that is the best place to culminate today's show. Air, guys, breathe, breath, water, action is required, thewaterbearers.org. Please check it out. Please join us at Monday Magic, knowing your donations also support. Look at that stunning, stunning, stunning right there. There it is. (laughs) Jane, thank you for the blessing. And for all of you, thank you for your being the soul mirrors that we all are. So wonderful to be with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It is a gift. We'll see you all next week. Many blessings. Namaste. Thank you for joining us. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday at 5 o'clock p.m. for more adventures. You can learn more about Master Lady Kira Ra at shriandkira.com or visit their YouTube channel, Official Shri and Kira. May your heart in all ways know the master you are.